Hello everybody, welcome back to Tea with Coconut and Plantain. This is Josh. And I'm Zeno. Welcome. This is well, ASMR. Hello everybody. <laughs> you know, welcome one day I should take these things seriously. No, but what, hello everyone. It's been a while. Hi. Yeah. It's been a it's been a couple of weeks. It is December. Hello, December. Happy December. Happy Christmas festive seasons. It's we finally got through another year, people. <laughs> we we made it through. I feel like it went so, really quickly. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Much of this it. year. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. You know. So obviously we started this podcast like almost like just over a year ago. Yeah. And like over a year ago, Boris Johnson was incompetent. There was a new variant. Mm-mm. We were we might be going back into our houses. So this Some year it's it so different. Vu. This year, it's so different. We have a new variant. We have, Boris Johnson is still incompetent. <laughs> um, and we might be going back in our houses. How things can change in only a year, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I am sipping on some coffee this uh, episode, which is really a betrayal. It's but literally am, six o'clock. I am sl- falling asleep. <laughs> like, I am so sleepy. I'm so sleepy when I tell you the struggle of like working from home and this hybrid mode model of like sometimes being in the office it's a struggle mm. and coffee helps me through that um Zeno, what are you sipping on scandalously i'm actually drinking tea for once i know i literally have Woo! one job <laughs> <laughs> one job in this tea with coconut planting podcast is to bring the tea um yeah <laughs> so i'm drinking we br- we- what tea is it um I've literally blanked. No, wait. Salted caramel green tea. Oh, a, okay. Really nice. She she bougie today. She bougie. Check twining sponsors. <laughs> By the way, sp- <laughs> speaking of sponsorships, um, this December season is sponsored by the Omarion variant of COVID nineteen. Um, you know, coming back. Sorry, I just need to clarify holidays. if we're saying Omarion as a joke. <laughs> We're saying as a joke. Okay. It's Omicron. 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 I was like, why do they name it like a transformer? I don't understand. I think it's the Greek alphabet. So we're just on the. Oh, that's embarrassing. Now. Um, let's not include that <laughs> in the episode. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh my so god! I literally just you... got the Delta. <laughs> Did you get it? <laughs> Not you only just getting how they're getting the names. What the hell? Well, I wasn't questioning I, it. Yeah, no, you really just follow the experts. That's how they control <laughs> you. Um, you know, everybody, by the way, we're not conspiracy theorists on this podcast. Please put on your masks. Please be safe. <laughs> it's very dangerous out there. Get your vaccine, not, y'all. Get if your you vaccines. Can. We might be getting a booster. Whoop, whoop. Um, but that being said, how is your December started off, Zeno? Tell me. Festive season, we're recording on the 1st of December. How does it feel? Does it feel festive? I don't know. I feel like I float in and out of <sighs> excitement for Christmas. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I love Christmas. I love the lights. I love like the like the positive energy. And then after a while, I'm like, but then the money. <laughs> and so on today, 1st of December, you've caught me in a neutral position. I am excited about Christmas and that's it. 
okay is that neutral that's not neutral like no okay what well, i'm neutral that's how i feel yeah <laughs> i've literally just been thinking about work all day so i literally have like no clue what about you um good or stressed okay so i think december there's a lot of pressure to meet expectations you know december is meant to be like a festive season and december is like when the instagram posts increase like people are going to christmas markets they're going Mm. on like winter wonderland which i will be going to soon enough i've still never been (laughs) somebody take me Someone takes Zeno. We're still petitioning for Zeno to be taken um, (laughs) to Winter Wonderland. Should we start a GoFundMe? That would be good. um, Okay, so payday for me was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I'm already kind of seeing the expenses leave my account. Mm. And um, there's, there's, it's very stressful. I have to be honest. It's, it's very stressful to know that so much is there's so much material the materialism of it all <laughs> because i don't yeah like it's great like i like you said it's very festive and mm. but the the <laughs> expenses you have to have in order to have fun in london is not the one <laughs> yeah no. it's not the one lord but actually b- before we get into all of that stuff speaking of finances mm-hmm. should we talk about your mind and Lani. <laughs> do you want to tell us who Tion Wayne and Lani is, first of all? Girl, I don't know. I don't partake in nonsense on the internet. Okay, okay no. <gasps> yeah, I'm judging you, people. I'm kidding. I'm not. I really, I'm just clueless most of the time. So from what I understand, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Tion Wayne is a UK rapper. We all know who he is. We've. I can't name a single piece of music right now, but I do have some in my Spotify playlists. Um, and mm. Lani Good was made famous by her role in the YouTube series. I've forgotten what it's called because I literally only watched one episode. Anyway, she's a <laughs> YouTube personality. And mm. they dated at some point like six years ago. And mm-hmm. basically, she, <laughs> from our perspective, she's just been obsessed with Tion Wayne since they broke up, like literally talking about him all the dang time and so Mm. i was literally just scrolling on my for you page you know as you do and then i see this random Mm. post from lana i'm like i have never engaged this woman willingly ever in my life why is tiktok doing this to me and she's talking about basically someone asked her why are you so obsessed with this man and she was basically saying um, she's been in debt for however long she's been mm-hmm. or she's known um, Tion because he essentially used her name to just spend a bunch of money and she essentially owes like 8k and that's mm-hmm. why she's been like every time she does a YouTube thing she mentions it because she gets the engagement and obviously that's money that she can use because used to pay back the debt yeah. exactly because 8,000 pounds is a lot of money um, and so I was like well me and my man good luck to you girl moving on i don't need to engage with this and then tiktok said you can't get away you can't get away and showed me <laughs> t on responding to someone to be like yeah tell her to send me the letters like i'm gonna pay the money but after six yeah. years sir you're a rapper you're a very well-known rapper and you, yeah. you can afford it why sh- mm-hmm. why does tiktok have to be or whatever the social media people attacking you have to be the force for you paying off this debt that you cause in this woman's yeah. life at no point yeah. in my relationship with Lani that i don't have did i ever think i would be on her side <laughs> 
She's a problematic yeah. figure. No, she is problematic, but I think that taking away the problematicness of this all, mm. I think that there's the focus is on the allegations were that, yes, throughout the course of their relationship, she incurred um, financial debt up to £8,000 over the course of their relationship to pay for certain mm -hmm. things, lavish lifestyles, all of these things. Um, the details of the finances is something that we don't have the details of. But I was in a room on Clubhouse with Lani Good yesterday for like a good four hours. And <laughs> you really can hear in her voice the pain and the mm. kind of trauma that she experienced and the kind of anxiety she has over not being able to pay the debt yeah you know defaulting on the interest of these loans like it's yeah. very very scary and like we all know in this country to be to be debt ridden in this country is so so difficult to crawl out mm. of it is not an easy thing and financial abuse in relationships are real right like yeah, irrespective yeah. of whether it was eight thousand pounds ten thousand pounds four thousand pounds however much it was the point was a man used his position used his role used his power to manipulate her to extrapolate this money from her and mm. that's and like this was they were in a relationship for over six years like Listen, let me just say something. Lord knows if a man did this to me, like, the world stops. Like, I'm telling no. you right now. Not what you tell... And you know, this was meant to be, like, a light topic to ease us into talking about finances. <laughs> and we're already, like, men manipulating women, financial abuse, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, financial abuse, oh, it happens to men as well. Like, we, yeah. there's been situations and circumstances in which, you know, women have kind of used the patriarchy as a way to be like, you need to be able to give me these things and and, all of, and the pressures on men to be able to provide mm. is, is also a very big thing. But I think Lani, on Twitter, if you see the threads, a lot of women shared their stories of like financial abuse, not just from partners, from friends. That breach of trust really was there. Like so many people in the room yeah. that Lani was in was just women, a few men, just sharing their stories of just how they were conned. And I just, you know, my heart goes out to all of the victims. Yes, Lani is problematic, but it's no excuse for the kind of vitriol that she had to go through. Mm. Um, yes, this is a lighthearted conversation. And on Twitter, it was funny up to a point until you were in that room and you heard her speak about it. And it's very scary. Like when she's talking about it in real time, what would you do, Zeno? Like, what would you do? I don't know, because, like, I feel like she she obviously did everything she could. She had, like, solicitors on her side and mm. what have you. I don't know. <laughs> like, the when she was explaining that um, she would basically, obviously, these, these companies would be like, okay, here's your debt, you need to pay. And then she struggled to pay and then they would just sell it off to another company and they would end interest. And like that pilot, like that fear, because uh, our family has literally been, not in a similar situation, but like had a huge amount of debt to pay. And mm -hmm. I don't like to owe anybody money because like mm -hmm. the emotional stress, like obviously the financial stress is one thing, but like the emotional fear of never getting out under it is crazy. Absolutely yeah. crazy. So I can't imagine how she's felt over the past year. And then seeing this man in public literally just 
laughing at her, being like, oh, I don't understand why she's saying my name all this time. You, sir, yeah. you knew. Psychotic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, you know, what's really scary as well is like, he would actively go on social media, like, mm. displaying the amount of wealth that he had, right? Like, you, like, it was on social media. <laughs> Embarrassing. I literally saw TikTok today of this, of this, um, man well it was this girl doing this trend and it was her, like her partner talking mm-hmm. about on facebook like the new car he bought showing all this money that he had yada 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 but this man literally hadn't paid a single cent of child support you're showing you the new car you bought mm-hmm. the money you got the new job you have on facebook so and bad. you can't even take care of your child what is yeah. wrong with you paul i just mm. i just don't understand it yeah Lord. and that's I think that's why the Lani story triggered a lot of people as well is because, like you said, it's an experience that even if you haven't gone through it, you know, people who have Mm. or you don't even need to like you don't even need to know somebody to empathize with them. She was hurting and it is incredibly scary to be in a situation where there could possibly be bailiffs knocking on your door to take things just so that they've got something to like claim the assets with like it that's a, such a scary thought that's for anybody so and i don't want yeah and in this country there is such an emphasis on you know being able to like live well beyond your means because of social media and because of these things that sometimes i I don't think our heads can fully comprehend mm. what how a person will feel when they are in that situation. Um and yeah, it it was it was definitely I think enlightening as well with regards to knowing as well the cuz you know, when you're in a relationship, you have to be able to trust one another, right? You have to be able to rely on one another and you take yeah. that risk oftentimes financially. You take on that risk and you're you you don't you don't know where that risk could lead you actually like with- this is why i always say like you know when people are like oh if you get married and you know you can always get a divorce and get out of it i'm just like no marriage isn't mm. just about oh i love you there's like a huge legal attachment to somebody a lot of it financial yeah. and if Absolutely. you're making that decision thinking oh i'll just get divorced you've already lost a battle yeah. you've you've mm. already lost that's true it's so true and it's you know it's knowing as well that it happens all the time Mm. i don't think people realize as well like people look at relationships from the outside but nobody really knows what goes on in the intricacies of a relationship and financial abuse is more common than people like to admit there are a lot of people out there who use their power to manipulate people into getting what they want, you know? Um, and it's it's a thing. And this whole Lani Tion story kind of really shed light onto it as well because the dynamics between them both being on social media, both being in the, you know, entertainment industry, mm. it was all there for us to watch. And so, yeah, it was very, it, I'm not, it's the, the thought of being in that situation is already sending me to palpitations because... I don't know. No, thank you. Lord. Most people are just, just trying to get by, you know? When I tell you, I mean, just like the Christmas financial burden is enough for me to deal with, let alone to be thinking about 
extra extra debts like I mean, I'm literally just calculating the weeks to be like okay so if I can just get through this and then I get paid at the end yeah. of December and then we're like home free <laughs> I know right like you kind of just recoil because you're like oh my god it's yeah. a lot to deal with it's really but, just, I mean to yeah. be fair like we're both in places of privilege where we obviously have like good jobs we're paid well for whatever industries we're in so it's not mm. like obviously people will have it more difficult but I think there's just level different levels of difficulty because at the end of the day we all have bills yeah. to pay yeah there's there's layers to it and you know I'm not gonna lie like not everybody has eight thousand pounds in the cash to just pay off like that you know what I mean like that is that, you need a serious is, financial plan to be able to like get rid of that in for, a good amount of that years. is that is really just like that's almost a year of uni and we all know how expensive that was you know for the piece of paper so everyone's still saying. waiting for the fruits of no, that because no because a lot of men were like going on social media to like defend Tion, being like well she knew what she was doing what? or like they were in a relationship and what what do you mean like it can happen to anybody and Often, more than you can count, the scammers are people who are in your close inner circle. Absolutely. Because that's who you give money to, you know? Um, but sh- Yeah, you actually, anyway. those, those are actually the scammers. Don't be worried about the random email or the text. Look at the people yeah. around you. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's not even like, it's the, it's the ones that like, you give money to willingly and then they start to take advantage of it and then when you decide okay actually financially this doesn't work for me build a barrier and then that suddenly becomes a problem for them and then you see the reality of people that is oh terrifying <laughs> not because just anxiety too, <laughs> i've just seen way too many stories of like and i guess it's not, not just financial it's just like the people around you that you support in whatever way whether it's financially emotionally probably all all the different ways yeah and then you find out that they actually hate you in mm-hmm, real, i mean mm-hmm. this has never happened to me yet, so i'm really not speaking from experience here just like the stories yeah. i've heard and seen but like i just find yeah. it so baffling that you can literally rely on someone for all kinds of support and absolutely hate yeah. them but i guess it's like yeah a kind of jealousy because yeah. you're not able to like do those things for yourself i don't know you, have you ever been you in know a, what is, that kind of situation i've I don't think I've been in that situation, but I definitely know people who have. But what I will say is, mm. you know, okay. <laughs> the okay, I'm just gonna give a legal note here. So oh. we just want to give a legal yeah, note. Serious. Tion Wait, Tion Wayne has paid the money that he owed Lani. The okay. Eight grand was paid. It was transferred. Um, he showed evidence of the email that was that was sent to say that the money was transferred, but. More often than not, I think the real pain, and yes, £8,000 is a lot of money, but the real pain is really from the trauma of it all. Mm. Like, in my head, like, you really knew what you were doing. You mocked her for being in that this situation. This is the thing, literally. You really did, you know, it's like one of the most frustrating things that men do where they're like oh no she's crazy like that word crazy is is very triggering for me and rooted in misogyny oh my gosh literally just gaslighting her gaslighting us even though we weren't really gaslighted and really involved in a situation like that but like 
But you can I mean, gaslight uh, the you can gaslight the public into thinking yeah. this is how it went down, and he used his influence to be able to do that. That's why there's I mean, still so many would, like, stands out there. Lani, also, I mean, just to reiterate, to re- wow, to reiterate, very problematic person. Like, on definitely mm. somebody, not someone I'm going to be recommending for you to suddenly start following or anything like that. Because, yeah, not yeah, mm. um, but just that stuff fifty on and the way like i think because yeah it was like a really big thing last year and potentially the year before so like every year there's been something that's been coming out about Mm. them and it's always been around she's crazy he's he's got this like Mm. stalker person following her uh, following him and like gosh good luck to him kind of thing i just oh the manipulation bruv oh my god the gaslighting the gas it's the gaslighting for me also watch that movie (laughs) it is very good which movie? Gaslight, which is where the word gaslighting comes from. <laughs> it was based on a film? Yeah, it's really good. Essentially, this man marries this woman, wants to steal her um, money because she's rich. And there's this Always gaslight the money. that mm-hmm. he would he would basically... Okay, spoilers. <laughs> he basically... Uh, in the house that, that they live in, the next, next door is being renovated. So we'd go next door and turn on and off the gaslight because it's like a really old movie. Um, and basically just do things to make her think she was crazy, like steal things and make her think like she'd lost it, even though it was like super precious, like typical gaslighting stuff. And so mm-hmm. the movie's called Gaslight and that's where the word gaslighting comes from. Oh my god! I did not know that. Everybody, come through with a history lessons. You know, <laughs> um, if I'm wrong, you. don't tell me. Okay, <laughs> I learned my information from the internet, like everybody else. Okay? We we are journalists on this. <laughs> part- no, we are not journalists. By the way, we are not journalists. No, we're not. This. Nobody's an expert. We here. do not. Please have- take everything yeah, we-, we say with a pinch of salt. We yeah, could have been lying about this whole Lani <laughs> Tion situation, and you wouldn't know because you didn't do your own research. We could have made it all exactly. up. Do your own research. Do the work. But we did do the work for you. And that Tion, Wayne and Lani stuff was real. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> that was it? real. <laughs> Zeno! <laughs> okay. Um, moving on from the financial abuse to the financial burdens of mm. um, life. And nice. I think that one thing that I've really learned about myself over the course of lockdown is... Um, I really like to spend to make myself happy. <laughs> and, I, and I've come to the realization that um, from 2022, my bank account is closed, you know? It's Amen. Just, it's closed. Um, you will not be seeing me for the duration. <laughs> Do you want to know who I've really supported financially? Mm-hmm. Uber. I just (laughs) I have given them everything I can you know whenever they ask Mm. I'm there you know Monday I'm there Tuesday I'm there Uber Eats and I have a solid relationship a lot of it (laughs) built on um the money that I offer it um and so I'm thinking and renegotiating the contract of our relationship in terms of the agreement Because I swear, That's like, if so anything bad. has a chokehold on me, it's delivered food. I, uh, like, mm. the reality is, true Zeno, true Zeno likes to be taken care of. Like, I don't want to do anything. I want things brought to me 
whether it's like food, gifts, treats, appointments, nail appointments, Packages, clothes, yeah. anything mm-hmm. like Truzy, you know, great woman. Um, financially, she doesn't exist in this current realm. Um, probably in another one. <laughs> but in this current realm, what I'm living with right now is um barely above water zero and we can't we can't <laughs> put those two people together and so i've had to make a conscious decision that if i ever want to actually save any money i need to close up shop on the um Uber Eats relationship um yes so if anybody has any advice for that and don't tell me make food at home because we all know that look that's the first problem. That's the first hurdle. Hurdle. Um, so if you have any yeah, advice, the, the first problem is the making. <laughs> that's you know? the thing. It's that's the first problem. Uh, you know, if you get the decision between the making or the clicking, what you go and take? You go and take the making. It's literally the no, like. The you finish work. You finish work, and you're like, "Oh, I'm hungry." And then you look in the kitchen, and there's nothing to make, or you have to like spend two hours making something that you like. And I'm just like, "But Uber is right there." Mm-hmm. half an hour yeah. i could be very happy um but i have to get out of that mindset but that's not what this is about this is actually about like <laughs> especially when it comes to december and christmas and like the things you have to spend for spend for wow spend because on one side christmas is meant to be this like really yeah well, december really because there's a lot of holidays in december it's meant to be like this really joyous celebration of people coming together and celebrating whatever but then the other side, it's, like, it's like for some people, capitalist yeah. haven. Again, every no, every every episode, I think when I actually talk about capitalism, because what is this? <laughs> it's okay, Zeno. You're recruiting for the revolution, and that's that's okay. The audience <laughs> understands that. No, okay, but yeah, there's like so many things to like spend on, especially if you want to actually like do dinners with people and like. Do that like mm-hmm. social thing that Christmas is all about it requires a lot of money. Buying people presents. If you have a big family, good luck to you. <laughs> good mm. luck to you. You know what? When it's the tip for the big family is what you do is you buy a box of Quality Street, and then you buy some of those paper, <laughs> like you know those little cloth bags from Hobbycraft or something, and you grab a few seat, three or four, seat, and you put them in the little bags, and then you Aww. hand them out. <laughs> that's the tip right there god but even like just in general like if you want to go on dates or like just go on a night out for yourself especially if you live in like a big city like london or wherever it is that you live mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. you really have Speak to make a decision of, with do i do something that i feel would be beneficial for my mental health whether that's like seeing a movie yeah. or going out with friends mm-hmm. or whatever or do I look at my bank account and save for example for this house I'm trying to buy or whatever it is? And it's like, mm. yeah. No, I I agree with you. It's kind of like having to pick and choose. Yeah. Like that's really what um that's really what it does during Christmas. And I get it, it's very happy. Like, don't get me wrong, I enjoy Christmas. I think it's a very lovely, a festive time of the year. Mm. I am here all for Christmas. I love the Christmas Zeno knows. I love the Christmas <laughs> period. Like, you know, like I am out here. Like if I mean his favorite COVID, color is green. So the, the exactly. season is just made for him already. Exactly. And my second favorite color is burgundy. Hello. Like it's really <laughs> it really is for me. But that being said, I feel like 
you know, and I love having people around. It's just such a joyous occasion. But、mm. it is wrong from can you having to reach for your pocket to enjoy yourself? It's just not right.、Um, <laughs> Don't cry. I could really cry about this. <laughs> no, because it's tough. Like you said, like even when it comes to like going on dates or going out with friends, like、mm. you know, it's like you know you should not be out when you're looking at the menu and you're looking for the cheapest appetizer, and you're like, <laughs> let me get an appetizer on the side. You, what, what kind of choices is life making for us? No, the amount of time、um, that I've actually gone out to be like, I just need, like, I need this. I haven't left my room in a week, and then I、mm. get to the restaurant. I'm just like, financially, even just that train journey already. I'm like <laughs> calculating the prices, and I'm just like, no, because I make you, the actual good decision. No, because <laughs> you know everybody's talking about how Uber is robbing them. Sadiq Khan is robbing us too. These train prices, these bus prices. When I tell you. I swear. But you know what? Ha- yeah. Honestly, you- I just. <laughs> you know what has me on a chokehold? What has me on a chokehold, and it's really bad, is the Starbucks. Like that has me、oh. on a chokehold. Like to get to work, I walk past the Starbucks every day,、oh. and yeah. It it calls out to me, and somebody tell me why I'm paying. I really thought about it the other day on my way to work. <laughs> I spent. Why tell tell me why I'm spending five pounds for a small coffee that they say is tall. They call it tall to、oh, yeah. it, to get away from the fact that in your head it's small. What you're getting is a small cappuccino, exactly. <laughs> and you're like brainwashed into thinking, oh, this drink is tall. It's not tall, people. It is small. You got a small cappuccino for five ninety nine. Tell me why、oh、I'm spending five ninety nine for a cappuccino. No, Sorry, what are、Starbucks、you drinking that is five ninety nine, please? So I usually get, so I get a few things. Okay, so I okay, because you know when you're there, you know you see you really have to make sure you get you. the full Starbucks experience. Exactly. So、it. I get, you know, my usual order is a um a tall cappuccino with an extra espresso shot and a hazelnut syrup. Okay. And then, but it's Christmas, so right now I'm getting the caramel toffee latte. It's delicious. Um, no whipped cream. Um, I don't like it with cream. We're not a、mm. dairy fan. Um, and then I usually like to get the all-day breakfast panini. Okay. And I okay. like it. And I like to get a side of the stroop waffle. Now、oh, again,、yes. as a treat.、Love、so、that. my order comes in between five ninety-nine to a good old eight forty-nine for the morning. And that's just the morning. Tell me why I'm at lunch, and I'm like, oh, let me just walk around during lunch. And I see a Greg's around the corner, thinking, oh, oh、no. I'm going to get nineteen. You know, my. I remember when sausage rolls at Greg's used to be eighty p, and now they are a pound. They're a whole pound coin, and it's just wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> it's、so、is that your tea sip? Right. <laughs> okay, now my tea sip. <laughs> Let me tell you about my tea sip. So,、um, speaking of my tea sip, my tea sip this week goes to. I don't know this man's name, but this is the man who was really doing up、um, self-defense classes on TikTok. I'm not sure if you've seen this man's videos, but he's telling you to grab guns out of your like, out of like people's hands. He's really like you can dodge bullets like the Matrix. He's telling you to、oh, get into riots. <laughs> No, you know, if you have not seen these videos, I encourage everybody to go and find them. Like this man said in an interview, the only thing worse than getting shot is getting shot twice. Like, tell me why I gotta sh- choose between getting shot once and getting shot twice. Like, <laughs> yes, arguably one is better, but <laughs> I prefer neither happened. You know. And like this man is gonna get somebody killed. Like the way <laughs> this man, this man's self defense classes, like you can sign up to them, but they are ex- like 
I'm sure they're expensive, whatever. But he's going to get somebody to kill Xena. And that's what my T-SIP is. T-SIP is for people who are really out here doing, <laughs> like, like online classes who th- they have no business in. Like, they have no business in. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. what do you... <laughs> oh, my gosh. That reminds me of, you know, when there was that, like, for some reason, this constant situation where we'd have, like, fake deaf sign speakers mm-hmm. and like an official an official like um what what's the called like you know like an official like press interview so there was one time i can't remember who i think it was like a president that was like speaking uh-huh. and they had a person um signing and the person was literally just gibberish it wasn't sign language uh-uh. and then it was another one where it was like um there was a missing woman and <laughs> again the woman was just gibberish she wasn't signing at anything that was being said i was just i've seen that video like, i've seen that video yeah where she's really like just official like, channels like nobody yeah. can see the my hand signs but she really was just like and i'm like girl, girl what <laughs> She said, let me do sign language for you. Like, don't you have to be qualified in these things before you just, you know, start teaching people? I mean, I guess, like, people don't really, well, not in those official channels, mm. but, like, with the with the um, training, self-defense stuff, like, I guess people wouldn't know what, like, an actual qualification looked like unless they actually went to do the research. Because why on earth are you lying about that, sir? <laughs> Like, I'm gonna, we're gonna post some videos on our Twitter because these, oh my god, I don't even know what to say. But yes, that is who my T-SIP is. It's also giving the energy of, you know, you know, the messages that you get on Instagram from like 4X traders and they're really like, I made $500 million for, <laughs> for, you know, for, oh so, you know, I made $200 million for Sarah from Newcastle. Like, she's not living the, like, the life of her dreams. And you can too if you transfer me $10,000. And I will teach you. I will teach you the ways. No, madam, goodbye. Like, no, no. It's just no. an, like, y'all, it's just an MLM for men. That's what it is. <laughs> it's an MLM for men. And if you know what MLM is, Milam, multi-level marketing. Um, there's there's a really great um documentary on um Lula Row on Amazon Prime. If you haven't seen it, oh, watch it. It's I'm absolutely gonna crazy. That. I'm gonna need to absolutely. Watch that. <laughs> no, it's like me- when. <laughs> though it's you know the people are really like it's like the people are really like into bitcoin like very much into cryptocurrencies i'm not gonna lie it feels like a cult nfts nfts i get it we're all trying to build generational wealth sure thing but are we not scared of the chokehold of money on people (laughs) literally also the ones where it's like uh here's a side hustle you can do to make you 400 dollars a month like no not no, no side people, hustle is doing that we all know people are getting scammed like there was that cryptocurrency that got like i don't know who it was but there was this woman who like had this cryptocurrency millions of people like invested in this cryptocurrency on the day the cryptocurrency was going to get released to the world she gone mm-hmm. she disappeared Oh I can't God. remember her name, but let, let me. Yeah, oh wait, name. yeah, I think I I saw 
I, I remember seeing this. I mean, if you can do it and you can get away with it, mm. that is not advice from tea with coconut and plantain. This is just advice from a random stranger on the internet. <laughs> Please do not sue us um, and say we told we you are, to start scamming people. We are not do financial it. investors. That we are not encouraging that. Do not scam people. Like oftentimes, the people who get scammed are the people who have no money and they're desperate. Like that's the people who you're scamming, and that's just not right. Like, that ain't exactly. right. Like anyway, exactly. it, that oh my that's my decent. People who have <laughs> people stop giving lessons. You are not an expert. Here. I'm sorry. <laughs> stop. Hello. Anyway, Zeno, what's your decent? Well, mine is in a similar vein, and I was going to talk about it obviously before we like took a pause on recording. But I'm still going to talk about it now, even though it's not as relevant because nobody else is talking about it. But it's about hashtag surviving Sophia. Who that? Do you know what this is? No. <laughs> Who's Sophia? <laughs> Sophia a- Vergara is the only Sophia I know. Or Lol. Sophia Loren. I like her too. Who's Sophia? Okay, no, we'll come back to that. Anyway, so Sophia is this lovely young woman who is essentially, she's not lovely, she was busy scamming influencers. Um, uh-uh. Yeah. Um, and it, it sounds funny, like, haha, those influencers got scammed. But it's not because Sis is a compulsive liar. Um, she was literally, and I don't know, she would literally get into spaces like, um, God, what's his name now? This white guy that everybody loves that was in Lil Nas's video. Oh, um, oh, I, I forgot his <laughs> name. Yeah, so, okay, well, we, if you know, you know who's on my, anyway, like literally in like, um, events where it's like private influencer only she would get into their spaces and it just came out randomly like this random girl has been mm. scamming these influencers and obviously everyone's like who the heck is Sophia you've never seen her you've never had heard her like she was literally Jack Harlow, sorry, the name is Jack Harlow thank you yes yeah. so she was in like events for Jack, Jack Harlow like private parties that he was having I don't know anyway so it comes out like she scammed all these influencers lots of them like tiktok youtube stars that were at an event with with jack and everyone's like ha 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 you get it girl because she's also like a black somali girl as well so everybody's like fight the power <laughs> which is not good <laughs> she's <laughs> like people were literally like well she's black and a woman so i'm gonna support her because we have to stand by our own and part of me was like yes but also definitely not <laughs> um and so I'm just like, whatever, I don't care about these influencers. Let's move on. And then her cousin comes out with her own story. And what she done is, she, um, so Sophia, I think she lived in Somali, or I can't remember where she lived. Um, so she moved to the UK, told her sister, hey, I'm moving. I have a job, but yeah. I need someone to stay for two months. And her sister's like, sorry, not her sister, her cousin. Her cousin is like, okay, cool, fam, I got you. You know, you can stay with me until mm-hmm. you get like settled. And then a couple of weeks go by and she's like, hey, girl, like, what's going on with your work living situation? And the girl is like, um, well, you know, yeah, it's not quite ready yet. But like, if you could spot me some money, because she's telling this girl, like, I work in PR. I know all these people like you can trust me. Um, like, if you need anything, because the girl's trying to be like a model or whatever, mm. like, I'll like, I'll support you, whatever. And she's she's it's really weird because she was also like oh i know i know um all these like um producers that your friends can work with if they're interested and i know she's telling everybody all these people that she knows and these people are also like receiving emails like what looks like official emails from like modeling companies and yada 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 like they're going to 
to their offices saying, oh, I have a meeting with so-and-so. And they'll be like, um, no, you don't. And then no. they'll ask they'll ask Sophia, like, hey, I thought you said you set this up. And, and Sophia, like, well, it's probably just a misunderstanding. I'll sort it out. And then there was another time where the cousin and a friend, they were meant to meet a producer in, in LA. So they go to the, so there's a flight booked. And the day before the flight, they have a question about it. So they call the airline. And the airline is like, yeah, your flight doesn't exist. And the, obviously they're like, what uh-uh. do you mean? Sophia bought our tickets, like, and so they asked Sophia and she, <laughs> and she ignores them. And that cousin had also like given her £1,500 as well in the middle of all of this. Come to find out, Sophia had gone to LA, didn't tell anybody. Yeah. And this whole time she was like sending fake emails. And it wasn't just one. It was like multiple email accounts to verify the story to her cousin and her friends. And there was literally no reason for her to do it, by the way. It was just lie after lie after lie because nobody said, oh, you're, you're a PR person. Can you help me? She instigated all of it, took money from her cousin and then ran off to America to go and scam influencers. So um, scamming is in her blood. She can't be trusted. No. I just She ran away to LA. She said, let me get this money and go. Like, ah! like they went to so at some point she'd um she find like she'd move to a flat and so the cousin went to the flat to be like um to to, to just just to talk to her when they get there they're like oh there's nobody called Sophia that lives here literally lied about where she lived like lied about everything unnecessarily so um, is she even her cousin like are we even sure that that's her cousin like, do we know? Like, what if the what if there is some lady out there who just took Sophia's name? Are we sure? Are this we is sure? A good that, point, actually, like, not are we that sure though? Right? Like, what if somebody's I mean, just out there who took Sophia's name? Do you, are we sure this is the cousin? This is why. Now, listen, this is another thing. This is why you. Can't... She seems short, but oh my god, you just <laughs> and you have don't a big know. family. Not yeah. all of the scamming stories around Christmas. Everybody, oh, no. hold on to your purses, please. <laughs> But no, like her talent for for like getting into these spaces, astounding. No. Listen, astounding. Somebody said to me the other day, last night. Somebody said to me, "Conning is a twenty four hour job. Like you have to constantly be on it. Like scamming exactly. people is like scamming people is a way of life. Like it is a lifestyle. Like you said, it's in their blood. It is in their blood." <sighs> Mate. Like the thing with Jack Harlow, basically, she, she was at, um, I think Jack Jack had a concert and so it was like an after party and she was there with like influencers that were invited to the after party. And so she's talking to this one girl. And so this girl was telling her story on TikTok and she's telling the girl, oh, you're the kind of girl that Jack likes. And obviously the girl's like, okay, great. This is... This is the bit where she started scamming people, essentially. And so she's telling the girl, yeah, you're the kind of girl that Jack likes. Oh, yeah, I could, I could like, yeah, like, I could hook, hook you up if you need to. And obviously, black girls are suddenly, like, really in love with Jack Harlow. So obviously, she was like, yeah, um, I would be too. So I don't blame her. By the um, way, that is a side note. The amount of cred he has received from being in Lil Nas X's video <laughs> is insane, is it not? Like, it's insane. Anyway, continue. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, but addition to that, I don't think, I, like, if, yeah, I don't, in a, another world, you would never look at Jack Harlow twice, yeah, but in this, in, in this, this I don't scenario, know what, Nas, there's something about it. People can say all they want about Lil Nas X, but that man is, has the Midas touch, like, everything he touches turns to gold, he is, yeah. 
he is everything right now. Like, and he knows what he's doing. He is like somebody in the media who is very like very good at building an image of trust. So anybody mm. he is like associated with, people are instantly like, uh, yeah, yeah, there must be a good Absolutely. person because Lil Nas X knows people. Like, Lil Nas X would never. Anyway, continue, please continue. Yes. So back to the story. So she's telling this girl, yada yada yada, Jack would love you. And obviously she's thinking, oh, she's making it seem like her and Jack are like best friends. Like she's getting texts from Jack in the middle in the middle of all the conversation. So the she doesn't show the she doesn't show the girl, but the girl can see the name um on the message. And like she's literally getting messages as they're talking. So the girl is thinking, oh, like she actually knows she actually knows Jack. And I think at some point she even like hugs jack like oh hey no 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 no. so it's not just her like everyone in the room is convinced her jack the tightest people that have ever existed and so she's telling them okay there's going to be an after after party at the hotel this is what it's going to be um yada 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 and like all these other influencers um will will be there and so the girl goes because obviously she's like damn like this is a great space to be in. Look at all these influencers that I'm with. Jack is going to be here. Like, this is a private party. Mm. Everyone is sitting, waiting, waiting, the, waiting. No, the party don't come, does it? The party did not arrive. Everyone's like, where's Jack? This is this house. Like, where's Jack? Jack never arrived. So, Jack is never going to arrive. Whose house were they, they in? Were, <laughs> they were in a literally a random hotel room that she had put. Like I guess she booked and she just invited all these people, no. Chat, no. and it just doesn't make sense because how was she gonna get away with it? They were literally all just sitting there <laughs> for hours waiting for Jack to arrive, waiting for the party to start. She never did anything. Not hours, entire- not hours. You'd leave after a few minutes, surely. After like twenty minutes, she'd be if like, you no. But if you if you think Jack Harlow is coming to an after party after. After a long day of concerts, and he's just like, okay, well, Jack is tired. He's busy. You know, he's, you know, working his way through the crowd and he will be here eventually. Especially when there's like legit influencers in the room. You would wait. Yeah, I, I would so. wait. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> when tea, and coco- tea with coconut and plantain gets invited to one of these events, <laughs> I am not going. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not waiting for nobody. And then, like, so on Twitter, I think at some point, uh, a bunch of the influencers that she'd scammed like did and sorry that wasn't the scam that was just an example of her lying and then they did a spaces on twitter and they were talking about the fact that she pretended to be sick to scam them out of money and so she literally scammed like i can't remember how much it was it was something ridiculous like six hundred thousand out of all these influencers and i was like sophia <laughs> Well, people like, first of all, well done. But at the same time, no, not well done because that is very evil. No, that's so evil. That's so bad. Like, we cannot. Yeah. But also, damn, $600,000. Like, oh, that really, like That scam really put Tia Ryan to shame. I'm not going to. I'm joking. I shouldn't do that. <laughs> not the Olympic sport. Yeah. But it's really messed up because those people gave her the money out of, like, the kindness of their heart, thinking yeah. that she needed it. Um, and it was it wasn't because like oh this is another influencer that nobody whatever they literally gave it to her because they thought she was sick and like she needed yeah. help financially and whatever. Anyway, yeah. So the summary of my tip is don't scam people. Don't no, <laughs> don't scam people. That ain't right. Don't do that. Anyway, oh, Lord. 
So thank yeah. you so much for that. I did not know about that. I'm going to go in the hashtag right now. Surviving Sophia, everybody get on it. I just want to say before you start doing research, I could have, you know, this is an odd memory. I could have mis- misremembered some of these key key things. But when you do your research, either way, it will either be as scandalous or more scandalous than what I'm telling you. So. <laughs> well thank you um for that Zeno. that comes to the end of our episode i hope you enjoyed all of the scamming stories and all of the financial <laughs> woes of millennials so, Lord, yeah. take care of yourself this take December. care of yourself take care financially emotionally sexually um uh-uh. do what you need to do basically take yes, care of yourself. thank you very much we will see you all next week um and yeah Have a good, (laughs) good week, everybody. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye.